The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's the RJ Ochoa Show on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. What's going on in Jerry's world? What's the latest from Cowboy Camp? Find out right here, Friday mornings at 7.30 and 9.30 with the manager and editor-in-chief of Blogging the Boys, RJ Ochoa. Here's Robin Rudy. It is R and R and R and J all rolled up into one. We call it the RJ Ochoa Show. You just call it fun. Welcome aboard, RJ. Repping the colors. Rocking the strows. Strows? Okay. Whatever. This is a Rangers town. Anyways, go Cowboys. You know, I thought, Rob, after 347 days without a win, that Rudy would be a little bit more sunshiny and optimistic <laughs> this morning, uh, considering the Chicago Bears, who have the same color scheme as the Houston Astros, by yes, the way, they do. Uh, are, are winners. Uh, I won. Under 10 seconds, Rudy. Since, uh, I won. Yeah, well, good. I, that that was the easiest money you ever made, Rob. I mean, take it again <laughs> next week. Don't worry. I got you. Yeah, uh, he won't celebrate. Time, uh, I was clunking he for will K- not I'm, celebrate. I'm clunking for Caleb. I I wanted no part of that win last night. I'm a Cowboy fan. I I switched over last week. We don't want you. Damn. Well, you know what, RJ? Speaking of the Cowboys, we just talked with Coach Mike McCarthy, and it seems like you're on an island by yourself. I've heard from Dak. I've heard from Mike. I've heard from McCarthy. Everybody feels like uh, Clarence, Clarence Hill, Todd Archer. Your theory of this is just another game, no matter who wins, no matter who loses, no big deal, nothing to see here. It seems like you're on an island alone. You're you're, you're kind of like Tom Hanks, and you got you know Spalding. That's it. You're all alone. <laughs> this is a bigger game than what RJ Ochoa feels like it is. Um, you know that was my take originally. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember. It, it, I was it, and I was with you. Yeah, uh, it means a lot that you've seen all the work I've done over the last week. Uh, but um, I mean, I I'm, I'm obviously adopting the party line at this point. Um, I've, I, but I find it strange. I mean, I really do find it interesting, whatever you want to call it, that, that they're willing to come out and say that this is not just a regular game. Um, right. I mean, what is cool, what is cool about that is, I mean, that's how fans feel, right? Like it, it feels like, you know, we say all the time, like, oh, I wish that they wanted it as badly as, as I do. Right. Like I right. wish they understood what it's like to be a fan. They kind of do here. They kind of get it. And, um, if they lose, people will come for them and, and make fun of them. And I don't know if, if, he, if they win, whether or not people give them extra credit. But it, it is definitely a unique way to go about this. But Mike McCarthy has had some unique approaches to games in the past, and it's generally worked out well for him. Uh, R.J. Ochoa blogging the boys here on San Antonio Sports Star for his weekly. Uh, and, and talking to McCarthy, I told him, look, man, I, I'm trying to find problems here, and I'm not seeing too many. you got a, you got your offensive line completely together uh i mean we can complain about red zone but i mean scoreboard uh give me some problems that maybe i'm missing i mean you're right um it's worth mentioning that if the offensive line does make their full-on debut today that it will be the first time in over 347 days so a longer streak um then it's literally never happened since they drafted tyler smith um tyler and tyron have never taken a regular season snap next to another um i mean other problems would be run defense up the middle. The, the Cowboys are, are kind of good at setting the edge. 
but but along the interior, they're a little bit more susceptible. And, you know, that's why they drafted Mozzie Smith, and everybody's like, how come this dude isn't amazing after four games? And it's, well, you know, hang on. Let's, let's just kind of take a breath. Right. Um, but they can be had there. Um, their depth at linebacker is a little bit questionable. And, you know, look, they obviously played very well last week, but they are still without their top cornerback. And Stephon Gilmore looks, I wouldn't say a step, but maybe a quarter step slower than, you know, the prime. For sure, that's fair. And, that's fair. Yeah, and that time makes a difference. I mean, and, you know, against a team that loves to work play action and all these underneath crossing routes and things like that, like, that could be the difference. I mean, you know, that, that mm-hmm. could be the difference between an incompletion and a Brandon Ayuk 69-yard touchdown. What have you seen this year that gives you confidence that they actually have what it takes to contain? You're not going to stop. Contain Christian McCaffrey. I mean, the existence of Micah Parsons. Um, but, I mean, you know, that's that's another thing in and of itself. We uh, we played a game on one of our shows this week where we said, you know, who other than Dak and McCarthy is under the most pressure this week? And the consensus was kind of Mike, or excuse me, Micah Parsons. Um, and, wow. and not that Micah does, doesn't have, you know, benefit of the doubt in spades to kind of burn up, right? Like he's got all the credit in the world, you know, that he's already earned. But, but Micah loves to talk about, like, how he's the lion, how he lives for big moments. He loves to talk about run right at me. Uh, well, the Cardinals ran right at you, bro. I mean, you know what I mean? They, they were not afraid, and it, it, it worked to your detriment. And so that would be the thing. I mean, although they've been susceptible in that same capacity already so far this season, only through four games. But Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, who, uh, whose name I've sang the songs of here on this show, at least, and, and not been properly recognized by one of the gentlemen in Maroon this morning. I won't point fingers <laughs> and say who. Uh, but... Um, they have some elite run stoppers, but again, that generally applies to runs along the edge. The reality is they can't stop Christian McCaffrey. This is a this is a, a, a whatever like rodeo you got to hang on um, and, and hold on for dear life. You just have to outlast them. It's a it's a true classic game of Survivor. Jeff Probst is going to be the main official. That's R.J. Ochoa speaking with us as always from the. Uh... Highly adorned uh, video background. I, you have one of the best in the business. We don't want to give you some credit where it's due. Thanks. Uh, I've got the lights on. It's yeah, I was going to say the all... recessed lighting looks fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. It really, all it really... finally cooperating. Worthy of going to your YouTube feed so you can watch RJ Ochoa doing this. Uh, let's talk schematics here. I was reading an interesting thing about the 49er offense where they use motion more than any team in football. Well, they, they, they use motion on 73% of their pass plays. And when we think about the Cowboys, they're a man defense. They, they like to settle in and man and get to the quarterback as fast as possible. What are we going to see in that motion defense that's going to expose, or what are we going to do with this uh, defense that likes to play in man against a team and a quarterback that thrives in man coverage? I mean, you know, it sounds so stupid, you know, why only do it 73% of the time, right? Like, why not do it? Like, well, 90 you know, if it's that uh, successful, right? I, I mean, at the end of the day, you you know, people think that you put players in motion, uh, people call it eye candy or whatever, it just distracts somebody. But at the end of the day, it gives you a numerical advantage. I mean, the Cowboys had Kamonte Turpin go in motion last week and handed it off to him and suddenly had a numerical advantage on the right side of the ball. And it, well, lo and behold, it was a 46-yard gain. Granted, he humbled, but, I mean, whatever. Um, so, I mean, 
you have two options, Rob. You can either you can either be stubborn. You can, you can kind of call it being stubborn and say, all right, we just got to get a hat on a hat. We just got to go be better. We're the Dallas football Cowboys. We got to go be this mighty defense, and, and we just got to run for them or run with them. We gotta, it's a track meet. Let's go. Everybody get your, your G2 and your, you know, electrolytes kind of pumping and flowing through your body. Or you adjust. <laughs> you, you, you play zone. I mean, you play zone and you kind wow. of trust your safety. Which would be, you prefer – to see the Cowboys do as a fan or as a. I've brought this up before this analogy and shout out to a good friend of mine, Bobby belt from the fan in Dallas. Uh, he says it all the time. You remember in the 40 year old Virgin where Steve Carell is being coached by his friend. Um, and he says, well, I, I just, I don't want to do that. It doesn't feel right. Right. And his friend says, his friend says, man, like I'm not trying to be rude, but like what right isn't working for you. Like maybe <laughs> you got to try some wrong. Um, and, you know, it sounds, I wouldn't say unconventional, but it sounds strange to kind of do something you haven't been doing, but that's what it takes. I mean, these dudes have kicked your ass two times in a row. I mm-hmm. mean, and a, a, a big reason for that is this exact principle and this exact foundation. So you have to be able to, you have to be willing at least to think outside of the box and try some wrong to use the proverbial, you know, kind of theme. Um, I would not be opposed to that. And you don't have to commit like 100% or whatever, but you have to be willing to adjust and to adapt because that's what they are. They, they will find your weakness and they will adapt. They truly are water. They will find a way to get out no matter <laughs> right. how they have it. Um, I saw you share Shereen Williams asking Michael Gallup about the lack of usage on Brandon Cooks and Michael Gallup's answer as to, you know, hey, no matter what, if, whether he's getting touches or not, he has to be accounted for. I talked with McCarthy about that as well. I, while I get that, RJ, and I think there is something to that, I also don't feel like they brought him in here to be a decoy. Like, they have to find a way to work him in. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, but what I would – not that you're like, oh, they're losers for not – No, 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 not at all. all right, right. Um, but, I mean, you have to consider the context that, you know – They've blown out three of the four teams they've played. Then right? there's so that. Like, then there's that. Yeah, you're not you're not exactly in a position where you're like, okay. And he missed one league. game too. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's let's run the eighty yard bomb to Brandon Cooks, right? I mean, like <laughs> you know, the the games have, have sort of lent themselves to the Cowboys trying. They, they've they've got a big lead, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, let's turn right. the. The, the hourglass upside down and push the sand out as quickly as possible so we can get home with the win. Um, but yeah, I mean, we would love to see. I just want to see it. I just want to see it. Like at least, uh, at least an attempt. Can I just see it? A forty-yard bomb attempt, one-on-one. I just want to see mean, it. It's like it's like having a toy, your your favorite toy, right there, and you're just not opening it. I just yeah, want to open the toy. <laughs> it's a it's a collectible though. There will, there will come a moment that that makes the the rider proper sense. Um, but I don't, I still don't know that this is that team. Like, I mean, mm. you know, you don't, I, do you want to get into a shootout with these guys? Like, and again, I'm not a proponent for like, you got to run the ball and milk the clock and things like that. But I mean, this, this offense, the entire principle of all this is the low hanging fruit. So, I mean, you've got all this sweet, luscious fruit in your face. Fruit, and you're like, well, I want that, that bushel of, yeah, of apples that's way me. up. I mean, go get, go get the ladder. It's like, no, dude, it's all right here. We don't even have to work. Just roll over and fuck some yourself. Is it possible for this game to be a shootout? No way. I'm taking the under yeah, all day. I don't like, know what it is. is. Even... I, say, I say no. 
Guys, I mean, the Niners' offense has scored over 30 points in 13 straight games. No not against the Cowboys. But, you know, and the Cowboys are scoring point, points in buckets, too. Uh, but I don't see a lot of offense here. And that kind of takes me to the next question. Cowboys win if and rank the reasons one, two, three. If one, if two, if three. One is if they slow down Christian McCaffrey. I mean, and not just in a, yeah, in a running sense. I mean, he's, he's their overall offense. Two is if they stymie block, uh, Brock Purdy. I mean, and three is if they sustain offensive success themselves. I mean, you can't go 25% in the red zone. Like, no matter how good your defense is, not against these dudes. I mean, you, you have to be, you have to walk out with touchdowns. Like, that's, it's really that simple. I mean, it's an old school, you know, oh, you can't settle for field goals. We have to get, like, that's what it comes down to. But again, I, the the best thing in this game might be the Niners' offense. It might not even be the Cowboys' defense. Mm. I mean, and that's the thing. Like the, the other side of things, the, the Niners' defense isn't the the big bad monster under the bed that it's been in the past. I mean, they can be had there, and so I, I'm not afraid of when the Cowboys have the ball in their hands. And but as mighty as the Cowboys' defense is, again, this offense is a machine. It is something that they have not seen before, and so. Yeah, maybe they won't score 30 points, but I mean, I, I still wouldn't. I don't know what the over-under is exactly, but I would not like bang 44 and a half. Point. Like, dude, I mean, like if you think the Cowboys are scoring, what, 23, 27 points on their own, like I would absolutely lean in favor of the over. This, this they Again, they've scored 30 points or more in 13 oh, wait. games. That had not... That had not happened since hmm. the 2013 Denver Broncos. You know, and no, no disrespect to their opponents, but I, I do think this is going to be this is the, definitely the best defense that they've seen, and and I think Deron Bland is probably a tad underrated, and if they try him, he does have sticky mm. hands. So I just need to see Purdy with get the screws put. I want to see this guy that we've seen with the screws put to him. I, I I really never seen him uncomfortable other than the Philly game where they ended up knocking him out. I never really seen him uncomfortable. I think the Cowboys have what it takes to make him uncomfortable. That's fair. And if you do that, you probably win. Um, but their offensive line is great. They're, they have an amazing, you know, set of pass catchers. Not just wide receivers, not just tight ends, not just – I mean, they everything they have is a threat. And so that's – it's really you're high on this offense. You're really, really high on this offense of San Francisco. I, I mean, I, I'm watching it too, but I don't Dude, know. I don't, is, I don't know. I mean, this this is truly Max Verstappen in the Red Bull. It's the fastest car <laughs> on earth. It's the wow. best driver on the earth. It's the highest level of engineering on the earth. Like this, this is. I mean, there's a reason why they are speaking so highly and with such deference to them. I mean, they are. And look, it's not just that it's been four games. It dates back to last year. Kyle Shanahan obviously has a track record of this. Dan Quinn hasn't gotten Kyle Shanahan since, you know, this whole thing has started. It is, it is the tallest task that they will have faced as a group. And obviously that's not necessarily, you know, with regards to circumstances. They've, you know, been in playoff games mm-hmm. and things like that. Right. But this is, this is Goliath. I mean, they're, they're really – and they're not David, like, to be very clear. I mean, you know, they're baby Goliath maybe, but – in, in general, if it's an elite offense going against an elite defense, a lot of times the defense does win out. Those 2013 Broncos lost the Super Bowl because they ran into Dan Quinn and the Legion of Boom. But Great you do point. have to understand that, that this is a very, very different thing than they are accustomed to. That's RJ Ochoa. Check his stuff always on Blogging the Boys and here every Friday. With the with the Dan Quinn defense that we've seen and the turnovers that they've had, I'm, I'm looking at these numbers, trying to find where the difference is between these, these teams that know each other so well. 
And with the turnovers being an important part of where the Cowboys have gotten, they've sacrificed, I think, sometimes some yards after the catch, some some yardage punching the ball. And I look at what San Francisco does as far as what they do after touch, after either catch or carry, and they lead the league. Um, do you see the Cowboys maybe sacrificing punching the ball out for just making a tackle, or are those turnovers so absolutely necessary to the offensive success that you might even sacrifice a you know a couple of yards, or not just a couple, a lot of yards to a team that's going to go get them if you're just trying to punch the ball out? I think you got to be willing to live and die on that tour. I mean, like that's that's your game. That's who you are. Um, I mean, look, they they've scored a lot of points, obviously, as a team but not offensively, right? Like there's right. a reason that they have a, a plus 83 point differential right. is because of a huge point contribution on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, consider that there are more defensive players with touchdowns than there are wide receivers on the Cowboys right now. CD Lane is the only wide receiver who has a touchdown. That's not a good number. Um, well, wow. I, that's not a well, good I mean, stat. I, to, to be fair and literal, it would be a receiving touchdown because Cavante Turbin did run one in in week one. But yeah, CD's the only <laughs> no, receiver who's caught one. But Deron Bland has a touchdown. Leighton Vanderesh has a touchdown. Rock. I mean, it's it's just <laughs> that it's is weird. Stupid. I mean, that is it's, weird. It's it's, it's it, no one's like complaining. No one's mad about that. But it's evidence of like you hmm. you need to let this defense be themselves. Like you have to be willing to adjust. But at the end of the day, you're who you are, um, and you have to trust that because you literally spent an entire offseason building it to be this exact way. Demarcus Lawrence said as much, RJ, like, hey, we just got to go and take – we have to go and take the ball away. Now, it wouldn't be a show if I didn't, you know, call you to the call you to the square. What's the young man – follow RJ Ochoa on Instagram, at RJ Ochoa. The young man you had on with you yesterday, is his name Stats? What's his name? Yeah, Rob Stats Guerrero. Rob Stats Guerrero. You allowed him to say Tony Pollard does a whole lot of the same things as Christian McCaffrey. And you did not, and you didn't rebuttal it at all. And I'm looking at you. I'm looking. I'm watching the entire video. It was a great video, by the way. Good stuff. But how do you allow him to say Tony Pollard does a lot of the same things as Christian McCaffrey and not take him to task for that? I mean, he's the 49ers expert. I mean, so um, and the context of the question was who on the Cowboys, you know, right? If the Cowboys were to win, would, would you look back and be like, man, we didn't we didn't pay enough attention here? Um, and it was Tony Pollard, and then he explained that, yeah, I mean, I, I do think he's Christian McCaffrey light, L-I-T-E. I mean, he's, he's not – I mean, that's the type of runner Tony Pollard is. Like, he can contribute on the ground, in, in the air. Like, he is that overall kind of dynamic dude. He's not Christian McCaffrey, to be very fair. But, I mean, like, that's his archetype. Um, so, he can contribute. In, I mean, rewind, go watch the Vikings game from last year. I mean, Tony Pollard had, like, 200 total yards, and, like, 120 of them were in the air. That's his game. I mean, so he's more that than he is Derrick Henry is kind of the general, mm. you know, takeaway in my mind. Gotcha. Cowboys win this weekend? Yeah, who you got? For the first time since, I think, week two last year when the Cooper Rush Cowboys were making their debut against the Bengals, I'm picking against them. Um, I'm, I took the Bengals that game. I was wrong, obviously. Um, I hope I'm wrong here. I just – and look, I, I obviously want I the Cowboys that. to win more than anything. Yeah, I know. Um, but – I just can't like like the the 49ers have the complete and total benefit of that like you know and that's not to say there isn't a path to victory for the Cowboys because there is like there's a very conceivable path to victory for them but if you have to bet your your house you know your you know your lunch money you know whatever like it the smart bet is on the Niners at this point in time like there's an overwhelming amount of evidence to show that not just in terms of who they are as a team but 
they have had the Cowboys number. And that isn't about like, oh, the Cowboys fold in big moments, whatever. I mean, the Cowboys are an amazing – they've been an amazing elite football team for the last two years and four games. The one kryptonite they have had is this team. Uh, so, I mean, like, uh, the, the chemical composition of kryptonite hasn't changed. And until the Cowboys show a level of invincibility against it, I can't pick them in this exact situation. That's scary to me, RJ, because I don't know if that changes by January. Unless, of course, injuries come about. So, it's scary. If I'm a diehard Cowboy fan, and I know coming from you, that you know, you, you call it how you see it, that's a scary thought because I don't know how that changes come playoff time. The only hope you have if you're looking for the, the kind of copium is that maybe you go and even if you do lose, you, you gather a lot of information yeah. from this game, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you're able to, to, to outthink them, outsmart them, outwit them. Again, shout out to Jeff Probst. Um, but but that, that remains unlikely. I mean, again, you know, it, it's only 13 games or whatever, but, like, they've never lost a game that Brock Purdy started and finished. I mean, you know, the only game that they have lost featured him and his backup getting knocked out and against an all-time team at that. Um, so it's very difficult. I mean, to again, it, it, it will do. and they will, they will look mortal at some point, but – I mean, I don't know that I would bet on it being this week, but I'm pissed off that the Ashes are playing at the same time. It's going to be a very stressful <laughs> kind of three hours in an overall sense. Yeah. Well, I think you'll you make it dog. through. He's RJ Ochoa, blogging the boys of Rock the Mic fame and our good friend. Uh, thanks for stopping by, man. Go Stay Strokes. safe. We'll talk to you next week. Y'all get some pizza before the weekend's over.